Welcome to the Brand Party Podcast. I'm your host, Christine from CL Designs. If you know me, execution and getting shit done is my middle name. This podcast will energize you to invest in your brand in new ways. Join me for tips, insights, and actions you can take to make your brand a priority in your business. My guests and I deliver honest, to-the-point advice you can implement right away. Your brand is worth celebrating. It can be fun, and I'll show you how. Let's get this party started. Jasmine Williams is an award-winning writer, content marketing expert, and the founder of Jasmine Williams Media, a boutique content marketing consultancy serving a global roster of industry-leading companies and visionaries. Jasmine helps creative entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and growth stage startups launch and grow their businesses with strategic storytelling. Here's Jasmine. Well, thank you so much, Jasmine, for joining in on the Brand Party podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And so I want to dive right in and ask you, how does Brand Party resonate with you? Yeah, I mean, I think to me, Brand Party is all about really providing actionable tips, but also really motivating people. I love the way that you inspire people, you break things down in a really easy to follow way, and then also give them the encouragement to just try things out and have fun. And I think that's so important when it comes to branding. It's people can overthink it. And sometimes you just got to try things out and see what happens. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. There's so much fun in it as well. I think people often forget. And so what would you say to those who feel overwhelmed by their branding and design challenges right now? Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of overwhelm can come from people trying to keep up with the Joneses, you know, they go on social media, they look at other people in their niche, other brands, and they feel like they have to do what they're doing or just follow their roadmap. But you know, what works for them might not work for you. So I really encourage everybody to just be a bit self-reflective and think about, you know, what do you like to talk about? How do you want to make people feel? And how do you naturally communicate? You know, some people are very loud and audacious and other people are more quiet and reserved. And both of those personalities are fine. You know, each has their space. So it's really figuring out what works for you. And then you'll find people also who connect with you more authentically if you're just being yourself. Like I know that's, everybody says that just be yourself, but it really is true because otherwise you'll attract people who are attracted to a persona. That's not even you. So Um, it's always better to be yourself. Yeah, there's so much room for each and every one of us. And it doesn't necessarily feel that way all the time. But it's a good reminder for sure. And it can be challenging on barking on this entrepreneurial journey alone, especially as an entrepreneur and juggling all of the hats out there. What has been having support and mentorship meant to you at this stage in your business? Oh, it's meant everything. Like, I honestly don't think I would still be in business if I didn't have mentorship or if I didn't have support from people. I told the story online, but my first mentor was my now friend, Shauna. And she was somebody I actually met online in a Facebook group before that was really super popular to do. Um, and I just saw that she was somebody who got it. You know, she was doing similar work to the work I kind of wanted to do. Um, She wasn't that much older than me. And that was really what kind of struck me because I'd seen a lot of people 
doing the freelance thing, the entrepreneurship thing, but I felt I couldn't really relate to them. They're either like white dudes in their thirties or just that kind of like Bali beach, Bali beach babe kind of aesthetic. And that wasn't really for me either, but Shauna just, we connected because I just felt like I felt like I could be friends with her and we are friends worked out in that way. But yeah, right away, I remember I called her up, I asked her for her phone number and she was nice enough to give it to me. And we talked for a bit and asked her a bunch of questions. And that was kind of the beginning of a, a very beautiful mentorship relationship. And especially in those early months, that first year, every so often I would kind of message her and be like, what do you think of this package? Or what do you think of my pricing here? And it was just great to have that feedback from somebody who was doing what I wanted to do, you know? And also like, she never made me feel like we were competitive. Like I never felt like she was holding back information in any way. Like she just genuinely wanted to support me. And I know even from that initial conversation, I remember asking her like, why are you giving me all this information for free? Like you should charge for this. And she's like, you know what? At the end of the day, you're a small business. I run a small business how many clients do you feasibly think you could handle in a month? And I was like, I don't know, maybe four or five. And she's like, same. So I have my four or five, you have your four or five, and we can all be successful together. We don't have to be in competition. And that really stuck with me. And that's kind of been my approach to mentorship too. Like people ask why I'm always helping people so much or why I'm going and trying to teach them everything I know. And I really do believe that you know, there's enough to eat for all of us, right? Like there's enough business out there for us all to thrive. We don't have to be at each other's throats. That's what mentorship means to me. Yeah. And it's such a courageous thing, first of all, too. I appreciate you sharing that experience because especially in that first year of business, I it makes me reflect too of the things that what I thought was scary then is definitely not what I think is scary now. And it's so interesting to kind of have that moment of reflection what did you do to kind of muster up that courage, I guess, to even think about reaching out to her at that point even? Yeah, I don't know. I think I was honestly really fed up with my day job at the time. I was lurking on all these freelance groups. Like I'm somebody who has been freelancing for a long time. Like even before I went full time, I was doing freelance writing on the side and was always thinking how I could do this more. Like, that's what I really wanted to do. I hated that I only got to do it on evenings or weekends. And I don't know, there's something about Shauna and the way she was just answering questions. Like she just had a very definitive nature. And that struck me because I try to be a definitive person too. Like I like to just make a decision and go with it. Somebody asked her a question about pricing. And I remember her thing was like, it should be double or triple your hourly rate at a salary job. And I was like, what? How have I never seen such a succinct definition before? So honestly, I just went out on a limb. I think I will say having a journalism background has probably helped because in journalism school, you get really used to cold calling, cold emailing, just putting yourself out there and hoping for the best. So I think that probably prepared me a little bit in that I just shot our Facebook message and literally said, hey, I saw your answering questions. I have a lot of questions and I feel like it'd be easier for us to talk one-on-one. I didn't even ask for a phone call right away. We just started DMing. And then after a while, I was like, do you want to talk on the phone? Because I feel like that might be just faster. <laughs> She's like, yeah, sure. Why not? Fortunately, we both have that personality of we connected. You know, we just wanted to keep it going. <laughs> Yeah. And what are the three tips to find the right mentor for you and your needs? Honestly, I think the number one thing, like this is something 
I don't know if you know the slang, but like receipts, but like, I feel like people should check that their mentor has receipts. And what I mean by that is like, do they have proof that they can do what you want to do? Like, are they working with clients that are, you know, the kind of clients you'd want to work with? They don't necessarily have to be high profile, but maybe they're working with people consistently. They have good reviews. Maybe they're making a consistent income if that's something that they're sharing publicly. To be honest, there's a lot of fakers out there. There's a lot of people who are trying to boost themselves up and make themselves look bigger than they are. So I think it's really important to connect with people who have really done the work. Like that's one thing with Shauna is that I, when we got to talking, I knew that she was working with clients in her particular niche and she had long-term clients as well. So that was really inspiring. And she'd been doing it for a while. I'd say that's another receipt. Like she'd already been doing it for about three or four years when we connected. So I'm like, okay, it's not like she's like a month in. It's like, oh, I figured this freelancing thing out. Like I'm going to teach people, <laughs> you know, like she'd been doing this for a couple of years. So I knew, okay, that's a good sign that it's sustainable. I'd also say relatability is really key. Like, can you relate to them? Kind of like what I was saying before, there's a lot of dude bros on the internet who are telling you how you're supposed to be and like the way they go about things and the way they educate just has never really connected with me. And I think too, being a, a black woman, a racialized person, it's really important for me to see that other people can do it. Cause when I see like a white guy, I'm just like, okay, well, good for you, Chad, <laughs> <laughs> but will I be able to get the same opportunities, you know, to be real. So connecting with somebody like Shauna being, we were both women. So that was also important for me. That it's like, as a woman, I can learn from another woman and learn how to do it. And then I'd say last thing is, do they encourage and do they inspire you? Because I think, as I said, there's so much information. We can all Google till the cows come home, but sometimes you just need that person in your corner. Who's like, you can do this. <laughs> uh, Cause when you, let's say if you want to freelance and you decide to quit your job, there's going to be a lot of people probably in your circle who are going to look at you like you lost your damn mind. <laughs> um, so it's really important to find people who you can turn to and see like, you know what? Okay. Maybe you guys think that this is not the right approach for me, but I have this other person who has created the life on their own terms and is living the life that I want to create for myself. And they're encouraging me and they're inspiring me and they're teaching me what I need to know. I found a quote recently too about, I'm paraphrasing, but sometimes you just need someone to like pave the way for you and show you what's possible. And yes. no matter your, you know, life circumstances or experiences that you come with, but having that clarity of what you value and what you want to lead in a sense. I think that relatability is so important to be able to see yourself in somebody else and know, yeah, that it is possible and that you're not just crazy in your own head. Because we oftentimes, I know I've thought about myself personally too, when I've wanted to reach out to mentors or people to genuinely connect with them and see where they're at in their stage of business and their career, because I aspire to be like them as well. But Mm -hmm. there are these swirling thoughts of, well, what value do I bring to them? Or why would they even want to have a conversation with me? Right? So sometimes we can right. get confused on what we need next as well. So what is that biggest difference between a coach and a mentor and even how to express value to reaching out to someone like that? Yeah, totally. I think there are subtle differences and not so subtle differences. Like usually with a coach, that's a shorter term relationship 
Usually it's a more formal relationship. They probably have some kind of certification, some sort of program that they can kind of bring you in, steps that you need to follow and things like that. Whereas a mentor is usually more informal. It's longer term. It's kind of like, yeah, my friend Sean is somebody who you can just sort of, you know, hit up every now and again when you have a question. But I feel like there's pros and cons to each. Like as somebody who's had coaches and had mentors, you know, with coaches, sometimes like you get their attention within that program, but sometimes you do need that longer term support. Or sometimes you want to bounce ideas off of somebody, you know, like sometimes you just don't want to necessarily ask a question that's related to the material, but just like, hey, this is this other thing going on in my business. And then vice versa with the mentor thing, like depending on the relationship, they probably are busy too. They probably have their own business. It can be hard to get their attention all the time. And I know even with Shauna, I was like, I don't want to annoy her. Like, I know I need her. So I tried to do things on my own and really felt like I needed her. Then I would reach out, but I wouldn't necessarily reach out for every little thing. But I think this is a great question because as somebody who's creating a mentorship program, and I do feel like it kind of has a little bit of both as somebody who's gone through those types of support. That's kind of why I'm trying to create this program because I really want to find my niche, I guess, in this world. Such a nice groove that you have with it because you've gone through those years of experiences beyond that through freelancing and then through your own business as well. It brings so much variety and diverse experience from it as well that it's not only one path, but there's so many different avenues that you can do certain things. And that camaraderie and community is so integral to our well-being. And I think the academy that you're creating as well. What are ways that we can support one another and seek support? Yes. I mean, as much as social media can get a bad rap, and I know even I have a love-hate relationship with it sometimes, I think now, especially in this world that we're in, this virtual pandemic world, it's so important to reach out and find those connections wherever they are. So I know I've definitely been leaning on the more on the social aspect of social media, not just the media. So commenting on people's posts, engaging with them. I'd also say like shouting people out, like if you can refer people to other people, like I think sometimes, especially in the world that I'm in and freelancing, sometimes people can think like, have that feast or famine kind of approach where it's like, oh, these are mine. Like I need to save everything. But you know that usually if you're talking to somebody, whether they're a fit for you or not. So spread the love, make referrals, make connections. Even if it's not a direct referral, like sometimes I'll just connect people who I think would probably benefit from knowing each other. And maybe that relationship blossoms into something else later on. Maybe it doesn't, but I think it's just so important to make those connections and also ask for help. I know that this entrepreneurial journey can be really lonely and really isolating. And sometimes, you know, people will say like, oh, if you need help, let me know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, sometimes you just have to ask for it. You have to be the one to be like, hey, I'm really struggling with my pricing right now. Or I'm like, feeling a lot of imposter syndrome today. I don't really know where it's coming from. Somebody just tell me I'm good. (laughs) You have to teach people how to treat you. Sometimes you really, even though it can feel hard, especially if you're burnt out or run down to even make that ask, it's so important because sometimes it's hard to see from the outside what you need. Even if you are starting a business by yourself, you're a solopreneur or freelancer, you don't have to do this on your own. (laughs) I think there's almost this myth of 
oh, it's just me, my laptop against the world, you know, and that feels exciting in the beginning, but it gets old really, really fast. It's really is helpful to find peers, to find other people who are doing what you do and talk to them. You know, you don't have to keep everything to yourself. You need to find your people and connect with them. I honestly don't think I would still be doing what I'm doing if I didn't find other people who are doing similar things. Cause like those times where either one of us was on that ledge and ready to be like, I give up, this is too hard. Then you have that person to be like, no, you got this. And lo and behold, probably another few days later, it's like, oh, I landed a client. You know, that's this weird and wonderful world that we're in where things can go up and down so quickly. When things do go down, it's so important to have a community, to have people that you could reach out to and ride those waves out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely want the right person beside you on that roller coaster with your hands up at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I'm so grateful that we got to connect. I'm grateful to have you in my community and to cheer you on and hear about all the growth that you've had. But we have a few rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go for it. What are you currently celebrating? So I mentioned it a little bit during our conversation, but I just launched a new program and I'm so excited. I've welcomed in my first students, but essentially it is a mentorship program for freelance creatives. So this is something that I've been thinking about doing for a really, really long time. This summer I was like, you know what, this is the time I got to do it. I just got to try and see what happens. So yeah, I'm super excited that's out there. (laughs) Amazing. And what's the number one thing that you want people to have fun with from this episode? I would say like as somebody with a writing background, I do a lot of copywriting and content writing for my clients. I'd say have fun with your copy, write the dumb jokes, make the little silly pun. I think sometimes people again, think that there's a certain type of way. And even I used to get into it too, where I was like, these are the social media best practices, or these are different best practices. I need to follow them. But oftentimes it's those little moments that people really resonate with. And if they don't, that's fine too. You know, you don't have to be for everybody. So yeah, I would say, you know, lean into the silliness. I think it's also something that we all need right now. Like I think it's sometimes you just need a bit of levity. That's something I've been having fun with is just making silly memes and writing silly captions. And it's honestly just been my outlet. That's been my creative outlet over the past few months making memes. So (laughs) yeah, I would definitely encourage people to just embrace the silly. Yeah, those quirks make us us as cheesy as it sounds. And Jasmine has a really amazing meme about Canva. (laughs) (laughs) That I just, if you ever need to pick me up, especially as a designer or creative person, I just think it's such a a golden nugget out there. So I'll definitely link it in the show notes. You have to check it out. (laughs) But thank you so much for taking the time out to join in on the fun on the Brand Party Podcast. Jasmine, where can people find out more about you? Absolutely. So people can find me on Instagram. That's where I've been definitely the most active. So my handle is at Jasmine Williams Media, all one word. I am also pretty active on Twitter. That's at the Jazz Williams and my website too. So if anybody is kind of interested in learning more about myself and what I do, jasminewilliams.ca has everything. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks so much, Jasmine. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Brand Party Podcast. For more resources, check out christineldesigns.com.